Welcome back to Brutally Honest Reviews, only on the Brutally Honest Network. Today, we're reviewing a movie that probably shouldn't be reviewed, Holmes and Watson, featuring Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, um, the actress from uh, Crashing who plays... Um, Rebecca Hall? Is it the right one? It could be. Skinnier actress, who's the one who... The, the, one, the, the other doctor one? The dumb one. The dumb, Oh, Lisa they... Lupkus? I think you're right. The yeah, cat lady know. raised by cats. The yes. cat lady raised yes. by cats, Lisa Lupkus. Also Her. on uh, something else. And who played who played the queen and who played uh, Moriarty? Mori- Moriarty was played by Voldemort. Yes, Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm talking about the other lady, the, the doctor, the actual doctor. I think that was Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall? Yeah. Okay. And she then, was in Iron Man 3 as well. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the Queen. Do you, do you know the Queen? I have no idea. I who think the queen that's was. Miss Trunchbull from Matilda. Oh I, my God! It might be. <laughs> Pam Ferris. Oh. Pam Just Ferris. Ignore that. Go to her Wikipedia page. It's Miss Trunchbull. Yeah, go see if she's Miss Trunchbull. I'm actually, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Oh, is that Lisa Lupkus? Did I say that right? Lauren yeah. Lupkus. Lauren Lupkus. Lauren. Sorry, Lauren. Yeah, she plays um, Nick Holmes or Pete Holmes. Oh, ex-wife? Ex-wife in Crashing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that show a lot. And she was a prison guard in uh, Orange is the New Black, too. Oh, yeah. She was in that. I forgot. I was trying to figure out what I knew her from. She's usually in lots of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Usually. She's kind of under the radar a little bit. Yeah. There's a hint that this wasn't a good one. Let's discuss. (laughs) So I'm here today with Rob, Justin, and Will, and we are reviewing Holmes and Watson. So... First thoughts, what do you think of the movie, Rob? Stop it. <laughs> it's horrible. Do it. Do what? It. I don't know what it is, it. but I'm not going to do it. Teach him how to doggy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too, to be honest. Trendy. This movie is horrible. <laughs> it's the worst Will Ferrell movie. It's the worst John C. Riley movie. It's the worst movie. I don't think it's the worst. It, it's it's not bad. the worst movie, but it's pretty bad. Yeah. It, it was. It was. I'm trying to think of a bad, a worse Will Ferrell movie because I know there is one. Uh, I don't do think, think there he's is. ever been in. Shut your goddamn mouth. Fucking hate Will Ferrell. He hates you. Good. His closest for me to coming to a bad movie was just him acting in a different style role that was non-comedy and everything must go. Which is <laughs> actually liked, a good yeah. movie. I thought I liked that movie. It was pretty solid. Yeah, but it was, like, it was so different from him. But like, I feel like people want to hate it because it wasn't Will Ferrell, like comedy Will Ferrell. But it yeah. was good. Well, it's like Adam Sandler in that 9/11 movie, where it's just like Adam ah. Sandler was in a 9/11 movie. Yeah, where he was like a homeless guy who was homeless because of 9/11, and it was very sad. I so only with Don Cheadle. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, that was good. I didn't watch it. I can only think of his character in like Billy Madison in that scenario, <laughs> which is really disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, same. That's the movie we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> I think enough time has passed. We can He's make it now. Yeah, we can do it now. <laughs> he had the midlife crisis with funny people, which was actually a pretty good movie. I like that one too. Yeah. And the cobbler was actually pretty good, all being oh. retarded. I don't even know what that is. What is that? It's the one where he's the son of a shoemaker, and that's what he does. He makes shoes, and I think he sucks at it, and eventually he finds some secret that makes him good at it. I, I forget exactly. It was pretty good. It, was, it wasn't bad, but like 
you watch it and you're like, Jesus, this is so out of Adam Sandler's comfort zone. But then you realize, like, he had a three-movie deal with Netflix, so he probably doesn't give a shit what he's put in. Yeah, he's got the money. He's got the checks, so. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him, getting that money. You pay me enough money, I'll be in. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Justin, what did you think? (laughs) Why does this fucking exist? Who asked for this? No wonder Netflix turned it down. Fuck this movie. Evan. Um, no, I don't have anything constructive to say about there it. Is no it's just objectively garbage. There really isn't anything constructive. Um, <laughs> it's a movie about Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as Sherlock Holmes and uh, Doctor Watson. Not even as them pretending to. Yeah, be Yeah, pretending them. like not the re- like. This is very far from like yeah. an accurate representation. Like someone going to that theater thinking they're getting like a history lesson, or even <laughs> a funny movie. Or like a yeah, it was not, funny. Because I chuckled a couple times, but that's because how fucking stupid it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hardest I laughed was the puke scene, and that's only because I'm still a child and I think puking's fucking hilarious after like one too many seconds. You're not wrong, but it's not funny. Like You're that, not wrong. I laughed at the first scene where he used the mathematical equations to kill the mosquito. Oh yeah, with the trailer scene. Th- that one. was still good. I didn't even see that in the trailer. That was the, and then after they used that more than once, I was like, "This is fucking stupid." Yeah, they killed it. They used that probably like four times. Everything Will Ferrell did just made me cringe. It felt like it was edited or created in the Step Brothers form or fashion. Trying like, to be, yeah. Yeah, like like a yeah. typical Will Ferrell John C. Riley comedy. Which I'm just gonna give it a quick once over. Uh, it was, it's one of those movies that was so stupid, it's obviously funny. I mean, it's obviously trying to be so stupid that it's funny. Um, occasionally it did its job. Um, I enjoyed it because Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, and they're, they're great together. But for the most part, I have to say this is probably is the weakest Will Ferrell and John C. Riley collab, maybe even weakest Will Ferrell movie in general. I feel like this movie like came out of some kind of wormhole from... 2010, 2011. Yeah. Because there was a lot of jokes about Guy Ritchie's uh, Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. and and Jude Law. It seemed like they were really attacking that and trying to take down big old Guy Ritchie. Which I don't think it's really appropriate to go after him. He hasn't hasn't had many good movies lately. Guy Ritchie is like a lovable idiot. Like, I love his movies so much, but they are all riddled with multitudes of plot holes. So do you think he deserves a takedown like this? I don't really care. This feels yeah. like a very tactical assault on Guy Ritchie's That's aesthetic. That's fine. Guy's jealous. Took me. Madonna. <laughs> I think. So let's let's talk about that for a second. So I love Guy Ritchie movies. Me like, too. I love them. Snatch, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah. Those are his two best. Yeah. He, Those are as much money as it didn't make. King Arthur wasn't that bad. Like, it looked a lot worse than it actually was. He he makes entertaining movies. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily tie all of his plots together, which he kind of breaks the rule, and he's one of the few where I kind of give him the pass. Because but I, I love, think that's his uh, style. I think he does that on purpose. He just knows yeah. how to shove popcorn in your face. Yeah. That's what he does. I mean, when I look at Guy Ritchie, I see someone who's doing what I can do just as easily so like in, in a way it's like Guy Ritchie's one of my favorite directors because he 
makes movies that are just fun and they're going to be good because they're entertaining but they're not necessarily like solid films structure wise mm. but like I love Snatch I love Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels I love um, well I like Rock and Rolla um, yeah. I don't love it it's it's, it's alright one of his worst but it's still entertaining um, you know yeah. but uh, what did you think about Sherlock Holmes I was I mean, entertained I, I went to Watson. I went. I went to go. Uh, yeah, I went to go see it with my mom. Had a wonderful time. Yeah. Just it's a great. It's a great mother son movie. If that's what I'll market it as. It's a family film. It's a well, yeah. <laughs> the cool family members. You can just go Is there it? and no. get it together and relish and, and whatever it can offer to you. I went way way further than than I should have on that one <laughs> in my brain. Um. But anyway, you're, you're just wrong, huh? You're just you're, I'm wrong. You're wrong. Oh, I thought he was wrong for thinking about. No, that. no, no he's I was fine. Like, come on, man, he's trying to. No, no, he's fine. Progress the episode. You're, just, you're wrong. But this is an attack on me no, in you're the not same wrong. way. <laughs> I thought it was enjoyable. Look, like it was, certain parts were. Yeah, like the movie was, as a whole, I didn't like though. It felt right. like I was sitting in the doctor's office for 15 too many minutes the entire film. That's an apt description of how I felt this whole movie. Mm. At some point, was I just wanted it to be over. I wanted to get the fuck out of there. I liked how ridiculous everything was, though. Like I liked, I liked when they constantly kept when Will Ferrell constantly kept naming the uh, naming uh, Moriarty as this uh, as another basically another man as an imposter, <laughs> and then they stabbed him and let him die. That was a pretty funny part in the boxing gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that fight though in the boxing gym. Between uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and the G the giant dude, it was totally underplayed. Like it could have been so sleep. much more funny. Yeah, it could have been. Even with the pay-per-view jokes in there. Yeah. <laughs> Very topical. That was, that Both the Buffer Brothers. Were. <laughs> that was just bad. Because like the only people who would find those jokes entertaining are Fight people fans. who watch UFC. Like, yeah, people watch UFC. They and had stuff Michael like that. and Bruce Buffer in it. I thought it was kind of cool, but no one else in the theater did. Well, those aren't the kind of people who are generally yeah. going to see this movie. Mm -hmm. I thought the uh, Titanic jokes were pretty solid. Oh, yes, that was, yeah, that, that was, was my mm -hmm. favorite part of the movie. Not the Titanic jokes, but the fact that they got Billy Zane in it. The original <laughs> yeah. villain? Yeah. yeah. The bad guy from yes. Titanic. That was really funny. Mm -hmm. Did did the Titanic mm -hmm. actually did that? Does that like accurately line up time wise? With it Sherlock? would have to. I, I didn't bother to look it up. Titanic sank in 1914, so it was being built around. I mean, it launched around 1913, 1914. I don't think Sherlock Holmes was on the Titanic. He no. wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. He didn't get on the Titanic. Yeah, he's a fictional character, so I don't think that <laughs> happened. But, so I don't think yeah. that... Moreover, he doesn't even exist. Yeah, so that's also... <laughs> How did you guys like the... the uh... The the young young representations of Will Ferrell and John C. Ryan beginning to set up. I think the kid was like one of the strongest parts of the movie when he's sucking the tear back up. Oh, I liked that, was, that part. That was solid. That was rock solid. I, I think I liked I liked that scene for that part, but for the most part, I didn't. I thought it was pretty like it was. It was like it's in every movie basically. It was like typical Will Ferrell, John C. Riley stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, it's cool if it's in there, but like, if it's not gonna be, if the movie as a whole doesn't live up to 
how good like Step Brothers or something else that does the same thing was, it, it doesn't really do it for me. It's like, you can't really, if you're gonna feed me like that, the same setup over and over again, it's gotta be actually funny throughout the whole movie, mm -hmm. in my opinion. But uh, after, I don't know, after, I had a good time. It was, it was fun. Um, I was dreading it was gonna be you know, awful. I mean, awful, awful, awful. Yeah, I mean, there were all those reports of people walking out of the movie. I was worried about that. That's always going to happen yeah. with the World Fire movie, though. Like, <laughs> critics gave Step Brothers a twenty percent on Rotten. But Tomatoes. that movie's brilliant. Yeah. So I mean, it's like that type of movie you can never rely on, like an actual like critic, critic. Like, mm -hmm. I give you a paycheck to go to the movies and tell me what's good. Yeah, they're because... going to be upset about that. They always like they always <laughs> miss the point. Like they're always too high on their own self worth to actually review a movie the way it was meant to be reviewed. In, in other words, like if I was to review this movie as like a film, like <laughs> like two out of ten, like it sucked. Yeah. It was terrible. Obviously, like if you're a critic and you're telling people it's a two out of ten, don't go see it, and it's a comedy like this, you're doing people a disservice. And you're no better than some corrupt politician. That's my opinion. Yeah, this is easily a 4 out of 10 from a comedy perspective. Yeah, like, you're going to go in, you're going to enjoy how ridiculous it is. It's you're not, like, yeah, looking for plot holes. You're not trying to disprove it. Like, you could mm -hmm. disprove a lot of things in this movie. But does that mean it's necessary? No. I would also like to point out the obvious irony that, yes, we are reviewing this movie, but no, we are not paid to do it, so... We're not held to the same caliber as Roger Ebert. Evan paid me. These people, right? With Dick. <laughs> Sorry, that's set up. Is Roger Ebert dead yet? Probably. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah. yeah, he had like a... debilitating face cancer. I, yeah, he lost his. Wow. Job. Well, it's because his opinions were fucking oh, yeah. garbage. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay, I just remember the Pokemon the movie review that he put out. Sorry, he's dead. Not my problem. <laughs> yeah, he's not oh, gonna he get mad at like, you. He's a fucking garbage human being. He must have lost like a good sixty percent of his face to. Uh, some kind of a, uh, face cancer or mouth cancer or uh, I think it was Lou Gehrig's disease. Yikes. Yeah. Pretty terrifying. Yeah, he got fucked up. Yeah. I'd like to say it's because of his disservice to the community when it, terms, when it comes to some movies as a critic, but yeah, I'm not going to go there. I did. Yeah. Fuck yeah, them. Sorry, been there. I, I generally like, don't fuck the strongly dead. dislike critics. Like, well, yeah, don't fuck the dead. You who gives people the right to trash a movie and they don't even, but they don't even understand why it was made. I feel like we do that every week. Yeah. No, we don't. Some of us do. We have. I. I don't trash movies unless they're actually awful. <laughs> and traffic <laughs> was the no, worst no. piece of shit I saw this year. We're all together on traffic. We will bring up traffic ten years from I now. Didn't see yeah. It. I didn't see traffic. What was you that? Didn't see it? Oh, oh no. it was the movie. Well, about trafficking. It was but like it was vaguely about trafficking, like so, humans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It but you so, wouldn't know that. It was so little about trafficking. They felt it necessary to post at the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie that trafficking happens all around the globe. Blah blah blah. Statistic, 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 etc. Probably just so they got grant money to make the movie because the movie was made by a director who had just made music videos. So they had like several different like love making scenes that were like R and B montages. Mm -hmm. Nice. It was yeah. Terrible. Yeah. If you played R. Kelly to half this movie, it was it's a music video. That's exactly. Yeah. Who I feel I was like that's one of the worst people to sync up a movie about human trafficking to. He isn't human trafficking. He just pisses on underage girls. Yeah. R. He R. keeps them in basements. That's fine. He makes good music. He doesn't R. Have R. Kelly. Herpes. Yeah. Not my basement. Not my problem. <laughs> I don't know if he makes good music. 
That might be a stretch. Dave Chappelle made good music based on R. Kelly. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I liked R. Kelly's Trap in the Closet. R. Kelly's know, kind of like the equivalent of... Eight um, things long. <laughs> R. Kelly's kind of the equivalent of Big Lurch, who we were talking about on the music podcast, who ate his girlfriend on PSP, PCP, and I like him because he is so ridiculous. Wait, what? Yeah, so Big yeah. Lurch is a is a rapper okay. who ate his girlfriend on PCP in Texas. Like her booty? No, Actually, physically. Part of his, yeah, part of her booty. Like in a and, cannibal way? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And he went walking around the streets nom, nom. in Texas, uh, naked, dripping blood, saying, "I killed the devil. She attacked me, and I killed the devil." All right. And he's in jail, and I wrote to him, and he's a nice Did, man. Oh, that's cool. So is he still <laughs> making music, or like? I hope no, you didn't put a return oh, address done. on that. We've we've tried. We've tried to get him to return to the rap world. Is he out of prison? Hmm. No. He's not getting out anytime. Are you kidding? He went to prison in Texas for eating his girlfriend on PCP, and he's black. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, okay. He's not getting out of prison. Rest in he peace, could still buddy. make music, though. He could. Didn't Lil Wayne still make music? They all did. Yeah, he was, when he was in prison. We talked about this last week, how ridiculous it is that we let musicians have a career from prison as if this entire fucking world is a game. It's ridiculous. It's beautiful. It's not beautiful. I want more cell phone records. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't. Speaking of music, how about that musical number in Holmes and Watson? There oh, it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Horrible. Ugh, God. It was... Uh, something else. It was painful, but at the same time, it was so un- unexpected and ridiculous that I went with it, and I didn't mind it. Yeah. yeah, when it started, I went like, "Is this? Is this?" I might have rolled my eyes. Is this like a one-second meme? And then it kept going. I was like, "This is still fucking going." I was thrilled. I thought it was wonderful. It was a nice, nice way to break up the pacing of the movie because a lot of the other <coughs> jokes and bits and scenes just kind of felt like Saturday Night Live sketches going yeah. a little bit too long. Yeah, but that was like the thing that it's like this is the beginning, this is the middle, this is the end. It was I, finite. I liked when when Sherlock Holmes poisoned Watson though. That was, <laughs> that, pretty was funny. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty. Funny. I have to watch it. I have to see what's going on. What's going to happen? That was good. Mm-hmm. That was like typical. That made me think of Taquito <laughs> from uh, Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie because of how sickly John C. Riley mm-hmm. looked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Taquito. <laughs> you know, as much as I like Will Ferrell. I think this movie was as bad as it was because of him. Yeah. Uh, Explain. Because John C. Riley wasn't that bad. No. No, He was fine. I started to roll my eyes whenever Will Ferrell started to speak. Like all Mm. of John C. Riley's scenes with the Queen, I kind of liked. They were funny. Yeah. When it was just him doing something, it was funny. And then Will would come in and just swing his celebrity dick all over something good. I love you. Remember, <laughs> 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 John Cena kept holding the queen's hand yeah. whenever he got the opportunity. Uh, that that had me dying. There's like little things that were probably improvised, like that. See, John C. Riley was funny in this. I feel. Yeah. yeah. Will Ferrell kind of. He took being Will Ferrell for granted. He, he, I think he does. I think he really does like think of he, himself a little bit too high. He almost thinks enough. like no matter what he does, it's gonna be funny now. Maybe. Yeah, that's what and it felt like. It felt like ego. Yeah, yeah. But like how he much got that... in the way of himself. I mean, his character was an ego. Yeah, true. Yeah, but I mean, but this felt like Will Ferrell's ego. It did. It did. Not 
not Sherlock. Like, Sherlock's ego is self-deprecating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell's like, I'd suck my own dick three times from Sunday. He it's might like, have just played it too strong because that was his character, and he's known for making these characters over the top, like on Saturday Night Live and, like, any other movie. Like, he's mm-hmm. known for being over the top like this. But the thing about Sherlock is, is that character is already over the top. Like, he's he's funny by happenstance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just the, the way that Sherlock should be written is, like, with a subtle hint of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, Benedict Cumberbatch plays it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know this is... He's a yeah, it's a little different from This is definitely Sherlock. more of an exaggerated type of comedy, but he took it too far. Yeah. Trying to be funny. Well, and like, with It his... didn't come naturally to him. Well, with Will Ferrell's performance, like, how much do we blame Will Ferrell for that? And how much do we blame the director for letting all that happen? Will Ferrell. Nah, Mm -hmm. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell? He can get away with doing what he wants now. (laughs) On the set of comedy shows? Who is the director? Who knows? Anyone know? Could be anyone. Could be you, Evan. I don't know, but I I might have it right here. (laughs) I hope hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you found, wait, why is my name on the IMDb? (laughs) Well, my philosophy is that if it is a new director, he might have gone with whatever Will Ferrell brought to the table. Eaton Cohen. That's great. Yeah, he's like, oh, I guess that's the the fuck's Eaton Cohen? Not a Cohen brother, is he? Eaton Cohen's a. Both the Cohen brothers did this movie? No. No. He did Madagascar. That explains everything I need to know. Oh, he did Tropic Thunder. Or he wrote Tropic Thunder, Men in Black 3, and Madagascar Escape to wrote. Africa. Keyword, wrote. 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 That's what he's best sort of to, the, known. to the production. He's directed this shit and Get Hard. But, Holmes and Watson and Get Yeah, Hard. so Will Ferrell got to do whatever he King wanted in this movie. So he already, oh, as writer. Yeah. writer. So he already has experience with Will Ferrell. So he's a funny writer. How'd he fuck this one up? Because he didn't well, write it. Uh, maybe he's due to directing. Who get wrote Hard it? sucked, didn't it? Yeah. It was written by yeah, him. He fucked bad. up. It was yeah. pretty bad. See, it's it, this is a, a pure example of a director going with what the actor he, brings to the table. He wrote on Recess. He did? Yeah. Wow. He wrote Idiocracy. That was a good one. It just goes to prove that writing is different from Yeah, directing, some people though. can write, they can't direct. Some people yeah. can direct, they can't write. That's what makes me yeah. wonder, like, maybe the and writing of this movie... some people are Michael Bay and can't <clears throat> do either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to agree. Shots fired, Michael Bay. Fuck him, he's... I'd like stupid. to know how he got his chance and what won people over. It's okay. Michael Bay? Yeah. Oh. J.J. Abrams can't stop doing lens Born? flares. So. I was going to say, wasn't he, <laughs> bad wasn't boys he in the Rock? Was, no, Bad Boys he, and the Rock, the, were the Rock were well-received. The Rock? Yeah, no. The Rock What's with Sean Rock? Connery Isn't and Nicolas Michael, Cage. Michael Bay? Yes, it is. Yeah, He's done some good stuff. Yeah, and then he Bad Boys. And then he made Transformers and then he just shit on The Rock. It was all downhill from Transformers. Is he doing Bad Boys 3? No. Oh, that's sad. Oh, yeah, I kind of would like if he did that. They could, yeah. That's supposed to be his like, one coveted movie. Put him back in his element, yeah. Stuff. Poor Michael Bay. Oh. But anyway, let's let's uh, go into... I don't think there's anything really substantial to go into, so let's go into final thoughts. <laughs> Number grade, uh, Rob. Three. <laughs> Out of? A hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Rob. Three! <laughs> fuck this shit. Yeah, fuck this movie. I was so disappointed. I love Will Ferrell so much, and he destroyed it for me. Yeah. I almost feel like crying right now. So fuck this movie. Three. You cry if you had feelings. I have feelings. They're buried. Like this movie's plot. Buried on all anyway. this muscle. <laughs> I have to give this movie a three as well. It's... Dog shit. <laughs> the dog shit seal of approval. 
dog shit is more pleasant to watch. I tried to fall asleep <laughs> fucking three times. I couldn't do it. I didn't because it. it was so engaging. No. Oh. It was never engaging. I actually don't even remember the fucking fight scene. I think I did fall asleep for that. Well, it only lasted You're like two lying. minutes. No. You had the edge of your seat <laughs> to <Yeah>. leave. <laughs> I was like you during. Oh fuck, was that movie? You were just like I got. Oh, Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. I was painful. You saw Mortal Engines? Oh, it's painful. Mortal oh, Engines. Evans on the. Hated s- it. No, you I never it? saw it. It, it, it. Like I saw the trailers. I thought it looked good. And you might as well have hated don't. it. Don't. Oh, <laughs> okay. Don't, don't go see that. That's movie. sad. No, this it, is, it was. It was so bad. This was Evan. Like nearly, f- almost forty minutes left. He's just at the edge of his seat. He's like, I want to fucking go. He's like, this I, might be the I, first movie I walk off, and he's literally on the edge of a seat. I remember hearing in, that. He's down, throws movie. his hood on, like Justin <laughs> caught so me sleeping. Yeah. I caught him sleeping. Not even Hugo Weaving could reel that one in. <laughs> he was the worst part. He was the worst part. <sighs> he was the cancer of that film. He was oh the God. never the evolving, cancer was the cancer. Of that never film. understandable. <laughs> I figured Red Skull would be able to bring a little more nuance to that film. That's terrible. that's Elrond. He was terrible. <laughs> he he Red was Skull. like he was charismatic until randomly a, a a weapon was found. Randomly, like we never saw his thirst for power before, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden he completely disowned his family, killed his wife. Fuck her. Tried to kill his daughter. Fuck her. Over a weapon he found where we never thought, we never knew he was looking for power the entire movie. It, it was. Yeah, then you hard. really didn't know why he was going to blow up Asia. I what? what it was called. They never explained any of it. You gotta watch this movie. Yeah, I guess I gotta check but it out. You need to do it while you're really, really drunk so you can't remember this piece of shit. So don't nice. watch the movie. I would rather see Holmes and Watson again. Than, I would. Than ever see Mortal Engines. Three times. Yeah. I'd rather watch yeah. Holmes and Watson three times in a row than watch Mortal Engines. It was really disappointing. Wow, all right. So at least, you know, it's not that bad. That might objectively be the worst movie of the year for me. Oh, I keep calling it Peter Jackson's fault, but who's It's not. He just, he just produced yeah. it. Yeah, which explains yeah. a lot, because if he did direct it, it would have been great. It, maybe no not great, but enough. better. Well, uh, definitely it would have been really better. long and a lot of walking. Here's my thought process really behind long. this is like, I'm doing 500 fucking million things in my independent film business. Like, I can't imagine what Peter Jackson does on a daily basis. So yeah. how much, how, what does producing something only really mean if you're Peter Jackson? Throw you know money I mean? at it? Right. Yeah. That's probably all he did because he's, he's working on that World War One movie, right? That's that done and shot. It, it is, so good. It is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I haven't. I didn't get a chance to see it, but it looks amazing. It played on one day, December seventeenth. What is it called? They, they will shall never, not grow old. They shall not grow old. Yeah, it was fantastic. It you was, saw it? Yeah. Oh fuck! I want to see it so bad. I want to see it. It was that really was good. So good. I gotta remember that. Thou shall not grow old. Uh, so yeah, hot take. Holmes and Watson. Okay, so yeah. Holmes and Watson. Um, I was a little bit more forgiving than you guys. I I did like I understood it was going into a shit fest that was kind of just a comedy aimed directly at my jugular. Um, more I like aimed at your asshole. <laughs> it's, it was, yeah. <laughs> um, so I gave it a five, um, and that's I guess generous. But I found some comedy parts in times like I found some parts really funny. Uh, on other times, I found it really silly and stupid, <laughs> but I had a good time. I mean, I wasn't going, I wasn't going in looking for the Sherlock Holmes that Benedict Cumberbatch was in. I was in <laughs> going for Step Brothers Three, basically, which we'll hopefully get soon. Um, but they made a second one already. Oh, two. I meant. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, where have I been? I know that would oh, be like you'd cool. stop everything, yeah. go home, and do and watch get that, out of here. No matter how early you get up. Um, 
But yeah, no, I get a five. I thought it was I thought it was good in parts, but for the most part, it was too silly to be fun. Um, what I did like is that it was actually um, enjoyable to see to hear a younger audience laugh at this movie meaning their parents are bringing them into movies that they probably shouldn't see, which is good, <laughs> because I believe that the MPA is is a stupid board and that we need to get rid of it. Oh, ratings are just AIDS. Ratings are not going to prevent people from going to see movies, especially these days. Ratings aren't helpful. They just hold back creativity. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then stifle just any like hope. Venom. Except for Lars von Trier, who seems to keep making movies intentionally to try to piss off the MPAA. That guy's so weird. Yeah. Well, we I don't see, get this reference. We still have to see the house who, that Jack built. Yeah, that I'll watch. Yeah. That's that we got to find soon. That one might be on That's streaming. on On Demand now. Uh, can we watch that? Yeah. We should rent it. Somebody give it. me context later. Not now. So, well, I mean, this is a <laughs> short review. So, Lars von Trier, um, he did Antichrist. <laughs> With Willem Dafoe, um, there's full penetration in the movie. There is. There a, is. There's a scene. Willem Dafoe full penetration. There's a scene on when himself? he gets um, penetrated. Yeah. Oh. He penetrates multiple things. Oh. Yeah. Well, I thought he got penetrated. Probably. And there's a scene when <laughs> you uh, saw the movie. <laughs> there's a scene when a French actress uh, and musician uh, Catherine, I forget her last name. I forget her last name. She's so, she's a good musician too. Um, there's a scene where she takes a rock and crushes ah. Willem Dafoe's genitals and then cuts it off. Yeah, I remember that. And then there's Men Melancholia where there's a woman on her wedding night cheats on her husband and the world's ending. And he's not a fun guy. He's not approachable. The husband or the guy <laughs> that she cheats with? The director. The, oh, the director. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounds wait, fun. Wait, wait, what? Who are we talking about? The director? No, 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 no. I was and, asking about the character, the husband. In Melancholia, the, the lead actress, mm -hmm. uh, it's basically about, the film is about, um, it's more about the inevitability, inevitability of death or like the end of things. Mm -hmm. And this woman uh, cheats on her husband with someone um, basically because of a complex with basically the feeling like everything's crushing in on her the world's ending and it's it's a real deep movie but it's also really fucked up cool yeah melancholia and he did um he did another movie um based on the world ending i forget the name of it but basically he again he's not like he's not a guy who makes films for people to leave the theater happy He's a, a man who makes films for people to leave the theater thinking, and he makes complex movies for complex people, and the MPAA doesn't like that because he doesn't really sugarcoat things. Mm -hmm. Like, he's very dark. Um, he did Nymphomaniac. Oh, yeah. With, Weird. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh. Wait, wait. No, that was... That um, was Shame. I'm shame. sorry. Okay. Um, Nymphomaniac was... Uh, was, was uh, Shia. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He wasn't in that movie. Shia the Beef LaBeouf? He was. Nymphomaniac was a two-part movie about this lady who was, like, really into sex. That was Shia LaBeouf was in that. No, I'm pretty sure that was Shia LaBeouf. He, that wasn't his No, movie, he wasn't the though. lady, though. Yeah, I know that. Was, that. that was somebody else. No, he was in Shia it. LaBeouf was in the movie as a different character. <sighs> yeah. Not the Nymphomaniac. <clears throat> that, was the, that was the lady. So Michael Fassbender did Shame and Hunger with... Michael Fassbender did Hunger and Shame with um, the director of Widows. 
Yeah. That, oh, Widows that, was good. Yeah, yeah Widows. Widows was great. Yeah. We should have somebody with like IMDb ready to go. <laughs> we're probably I, just making we're, we're all this better. up. Like I've noticed already, like doing this <laughs> podcast, like my recall is better. Mm-hmm. But it, it'll, you know, it, yeah, we should have something like that. Uh, I try to not do it. Like obviously, like there's there's only so much I can do being like an independent filmmaker and mm-hmm. like also like doing research and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody works. We do our best. I think we do a good job. I think we're more well versed than ninety percent of the population. So we can kind of give a little bit of insight, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you guys, I'm not on that if you guys want to let us know what you uh, what you think, you know, feel free, and we will, uh, you know, hit you up. What do I get a hot take on Holmes and Watson? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was a fine movie. I think I think five out of ten is pretty fair. I'll uh, I'll bump it up to a six because again, mom's watching, and she really <laughs> liked it. So it works for some people. Yeah, doesn't work for some other people. Maybe most people. I would say the majority of people. Yeah, maybe the majority of people doesn't yeah. work. On Earth. But it works for some people. <laughs> Little Malaysian death babies would rather die than watch Malaysian this movie. Death, <laughs> death fire. Wow, that's a specific one. Uh, yeah, six, six out of ten. I'll call it. I'll call it a six, six? out of ten. That's fucking. <laughs> Your opinion is objectively high. wrong. It could be. But hey, I'm no, on the internet. Ah, I'm on the it internet. Is, it it is. Listen, the point of what I just said is that it made no sense. Cool. I came out of the theater at, a, at like a 6.5, and then I was like, nah, I've seen way better. I came I can, out of the theater but, at a But I, I mean, four. it's still, yeah. I came out of the theater and called Nicole and just kind of was like, I, I need to erase this from my memory. <sighs> She's like, you have you saw it for the podcast. I was like, fuck, I can't erase this from my memory. Yeah. It's not. It, I can't I mean, now. It's not bad. One thing I've learned from this <laughs> podcast in general or one thing like, I've gained from this podcast in general, it's like it's, I I for the first time in my life, I've seen everything that's come out. Yeah, and that's I've, true. And like, it's kind of lame, but at the same time, like, it's 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 what I do. It's it's kind of cool. I still to enjoy know. it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I love going to movies. I'm not really asking for that time back. No, it's only an hour. I, and I jokingly half. was at first. Yeah, it was an hour and a half, so I was like, this is gonna be garbage, but at least nice. I can pee. Yes, yeah. manageable. Yeah. yeah. If more shitty movies were an hour and a half, I'd be happier. Yes. But when they're two hours and six fucking minutes like Mortal Engines, I'm going to burn honest, the theater down. To be honest, like 90% of the movies this year, for some reason, have been two hours. And yeah. I wonder if it's streaming. I'm real over it. That's mm-hmm. making people think they need to do that. It's weird. Like, when I'm in my bed, movie could be three hours. I don't care. Yeah. But if I'm going out, like, no, I got shit to do later. Yeah. If I don't get shit to do later, I would like to find a reason to do shit later. Because well, they force the trailers, but luckily because we go every week, we know to go later to avoid the trailers if we want. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, realizing Always going to... 30 minutes at AMC. It is a prompt 30. I could have... Man, I could have stayed in bed longer last night. That was the best thing of They Shall Not Roll. They went straight into the movie. Nice. It's because it was a, a phantom yeah. premiere event. And when I went to go see Aquaman, because it was a week early, it went straight into the movie. Nice. Mm. Movie but I kind of like credits. trailers. Yeah, but I've seen them all. Do yeah. I want to see Vice? Yeah, Vice is good. See it, but know that it is nothing like the trailer at yeah. all. It was a marketing scheme that I completely endorsed. Oh, you saw it already? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Do you like it or do you not like it? I liked it a lot, but it was it was too long. It's slow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but and and I didn't get yeah, any. The trailer was completely not really. the opposite of what it was. Yeah. But I respected great. it after the fact because after I thought about it, mm-hmm. I realized that 
the trailer was actually. I guess I won't see it. The trailer needed to be edited that way to bring people into the theater because no yes. one wants to hear about politics when Donald Trump is in office. That's yeah. a fact. So to get people in, they needed to go comedy route. Mm-hmm. They got me in. It wasn't all comedy. It was more of like one of the best biopics on Dick Cheney I've ever seen. Um, it was long, but I thought it was a very good movie. Just didn't need to be that long. Um, but then again, like you know, if if, if they could have edited the trailer. Mm-hmm. to be accurate to what the movie was actually about and put that out there and people would actually be interested, like the general population would actually be interested, you know, they would have done that. Yeah. But like, because that's not the case, you know, they had to trick you a little bit. But when you get in there, it's a great movie. Vice versus Holmes and Watson, which one do you see? Which one oh, do you Vice. recommend to the people? Vice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that, that the only movie out right now? Uh, Aquaman's out. Yeah, yeah, go see Aquaman. Holmes and Watson versus Aquaman. Who, Aquaman. who, who wins? What? No, that's not even fair. Aquaman in, wins hands down. All right, Holmes and Aquaman's Watson and... Probably. It, it really ru- is. No, because if you... Jason Momoa could not ruin it, which was the only thing I was worried about. He's also the only person I could see playing Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, I the guy so. from Entourage... <laughs> I couldn't finish that joke. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito would be a wonderful Aquaman. We only refer to everyone from Entourage by that name. You can't double cast him in DC. Well, that's where you you throw in the the, uh, Fuck Turtle, especially. That's that's I'm really Penguin. Uh, uh, (laughs) Johnny Drama is my favorite. He's he's (laughs) at Atlantis fighting Orm, the Ocean Master. And then he's like, actually, guys, I'm the Penguin. That was a very good movie, though. The Penguin? No, Aquaman. Oh, yeah, that was good. I like that. It was impressive. A lot of great stuff in there. A lot of very pretty movie. Yeah. A lot of uh, great action and and yeah. art and in generally like concept art was so also good. as like a diehard like DC fan, uh, loved Black Manta. That was like yep, his costume was so cool. His fights were the best. I missed, wish we had more of them. I missed the cutscene. Uh, did you see the cutscene at the end? Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah. But I, I it was, want it wasn't of much him. of anything. But it was just like okay, Black Manta is like the next like big bad. But I was kind of hoping that he would be in Suicide Squad too, right? Because my favorite Suicide Squad arc from the comic is when Black Manta is repentant for being such a dick all the time, and says, "You know what? I should uh, I should kill the right people." Comic book movies have been so popular that I guarantee you, you know, within fifty years we have, will have seen. Not many plot lines in the comic books untouched. It's just proven yeah, too successful. I, I, I hope I hope a lot of the a lot of like the nineties and early two thousands plot lines uh start making it. Yeah. Because now they're all done with the Silver Age, so I think I think like Bronze Age and Beyond is gonna start taking off. I really hope. Bronze Age? Yeah, that's just like nineties, like everyone going over to image comics and everyone has like pouches on pouches and giant pecs and mm. just monster men. Okay. Yeah. Spawn. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, and then and terrible. Cable. And we already got Cable. Yeah. I want to see new X-Men. But anyway, let's round this one out because we got, we got a schedule to keep. You got it. Um, but we'll get you your reviews. Um, but anyway, um, anything to plug this week, Rob? Like, rate, review, subscribe, stay hydrated. <laughs> Justin? Get that salty about not getting water? The water champ. Water? God, you are such a specific motherfucker. <laughs> I make jokes from me. <laughs> you Fuck are, the You world. are your number one audience. Keep those jeans high and tight. Yeah. Give me a review. <laughs> Tastes like coffee. 
Uh, what, what Rob said, but times two. More Stay views. extra hydrated. Stay more hydrated than water can provide. Wow. Drink vodka. Kill yourself. Yes. That's the opposite. Yeah. You failed. No, figure it out. No, if you drink vodka, you get yourself even thirstier, and then you can drink more water than, uh, I don't know. Actually, I, that argument die. fell apart as I was laying it out. Yeah, that happened. Listen to, listen to this guy. You know, you know. What do you got to plug other than booty? Hey, well, uh, DIY is oh. currently <laughs> off the air. However, uh, we are cutting up some web-exclusive content for everybody, so we're going to have some really cool performances from Inland Seas, Kimbo Rose, Kimbo many Slice. other. What was Kimbo it? Slice. Kimbo, I wish we had Kimbo Slice on yep. DIY. That'd be amazing. But He's dead. Uh, Kimbo Rose and Absinthe Rose uh, and Out of System Transfer. And I believe we have about six other performances that are ready to go. Those will be up soon, and there will be new promos coming for you soon on DIYTheShow.com. What kind of performances? Uh, musical Sexual. performances. So, like... Give me a reference, like an example of what it's similar to. Uh, Inland Seas would probably be similar to The Killers. Absinthe Rose would be similar to um, Julian Baker with a little bit more folky twang to it. Mm -hmm. And Out of System Transfer is anarchistic acoustic folk punk. Kind of like... Dick Cheney? Yeah, yeah, they're Dick, they're Dick Cheney with guitars. <laughs> nice. So like mu music, kind of like music. Music, yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So a lot, we got a lot of those performances coming up, and then we are getting ready for season four. Awesome. Very excited about that. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to Brutally Honest Reviews only on the Brutally Honest Network.